Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. For the SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. A Trump attorney thanking the Fulton County, Georgia DA for bolstering Mr. Trump's chances of winning the White House. Thank you, Fawny. The words of Mr. Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba. Haba calls DA Fawny Willis's release of Mr. Trump's mugshot a power play that got reversed. Haba tells Newsmax they didn't need the mugshot, adding, it was, I guess to her, probably a trophy, but thank you because now the trophy actually became ours. Posting his mugshot on social media, Mr. Trump included a link to donate to his campaign. Rich Thomason reporting. The numbers continue to look bleak for President Biden. His average approval rating from realclearpolitics.com stands at 41.6%. His lowest number at only 33% is on the issue of inflation. This is SRN News. This week on the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Data from New Jersey has found that the amount of students considering themselves to be non-binary has skyrocketed over 4,000%. Leftist politicians in the state believe parents should not know. Well, a fever is out of the norm. Getting bullied is out of the norm. Parents should be involved in all of those matters. You're saying this one? Kids in elementary school? Come on. Stream the Michelle Tafoya podcast at Salem Podcast Network. Inside your 4 o'clock hour this afternoon here on AM 1280, The Patriots. Stay tuned to the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker and his special guest, Alan Dershowitz. Don't want to miss that. It's coming up in moments here on AM 1280, The Patriot. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, your weather forecast for this evening, low of 61 degrees and clear skies throughout your overnight hours leading into Monday. More sunshine for the day, high around 83 degrees. Stay tuned. It's the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up on AM 1280, The Patriot. Okay, honey, I'm done with the family shower schedule. Wait, I'm last, and I only get two minutes. Well, that's all the hot water that's left. Sounds like it's time for a new energy-saving Ream tankless water heater installed by Ream Pro Plumber Metro Heating and Cooling with smart features, tax credits, rebates, and immediate hot water. I'd better call Metro Heating. Save on your utility bill by replacing that old water heater with a Ream tankless water heater that pays you back. Call now for your no-hassle quote. MetroHeating.com. Everything is expensive right now. Gas, food, you name it. You're spending more, you're making the same or less money. So, what do you do? You rack up credit card debt, that's what you do. It's not your fault, it's the economy. And guess what? If you rack up too much credit card debt like some of us, you can't pay your bills. Then the credit card companies, as nice as they are, start hounding you for money. Then you start your downward spiral. A smart thing for you to do is to call the zero debt. They can help you consolidate all your credit card bills into one affordable payment. Millions of people have done it. It works to make you debt-free. Make this free call right now. It costs you nothing to learn more. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. 
Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. Watch the Michelle Tafoya podcast free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. Here's who we are. We're 15 guys that know a lot about roofing, siding, and gutters. We do a great job replacing shingles on homes and churches in the Twin Cities area and beyond. Look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlin to Chile, we're where you are. We are Intelligent Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his direction. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and that means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and thank you once again for joining us. Every Sunday, we talk politics, Israel, and the law. The three subjects we've been talking for seven years now, uh, our anniversary show last week, and I thank you for joining us for that great show with my one-time partner and long-time continuing great friend, Dan Rosen. And we talked about what was life seven years ago when Dan and I launched the Parker Rosen Hour in August of 2016. What a different world it was. Interesting show. Go to uh, grab it on our podcast. Just put in my name, Andrew Parker. That's right. You go to that little icon, that podcast icon. Put in my name, Andrew Parker, and you're going to find hundreds, literally hundreds of podcast episodes uh, to dig your teeth into. And uh, last week is a real good one. So, uh, Connect up with that one. We have a very special show for you today. Uh, Repeat guest on the show, but uh, always very interesting and very current in our discussions. Uh, My friend Alan Dershowitz, Professor Alan Dershowitz, joins us today. And by the way, speaking of podcasts, go to The Dersh Show, a great podcast uh, subscribe to the Durst Show. Again, just go to that little icon, put in Durst Show, D-E-R-S-H-O-W, and it will come up. Subscribe to the Durst Show. We're going to talk about Alan's uh, new book uh, that came out recently, his 52nd book. I think I've got about 35 of them uh, at least, maybe more, but uh, going to get this uh, new one, uh, Get Trump. It is called, and we're going to talk to Alan about that and and about the indictments of Donald Trump, about uh, the reform, uh, judicial reform uh, provisions, ideas that are coming out of the Knesset in Israel and have created uh, such tumult in uh, that country and great protests. But, you know, my view of that is that is democracy at work. And if you hearken back, to the early years of this great country, of the United States of America, it did not come easy. Our Constitution did not come easy. Obviously, the Revolution, uh, our independence from uh, Britain did not come easy. But the the ideals, the values that came out of uh, the Revolution that are espoused in our Constitution and that were amended over the follow-on few years— some many years, uh, came with great debate and turmoil. And so these sorts of big ideas uh, take that uh, sometimes. We're going to talk to Alan Dershowitz about it, and I want to bring him on uh, now. You know, let me, let me just tell you a little about Alan Dershowitz. Maybe almost all of you probably, if not all of you, uh, know Alan uh, from the great work that he has done in uh, our justice system here in the United States and abroad, frankly, 
graduated Brooklyn College. He then went to Yale Law School. He graduated, I think, at age 23, 24 years old from Yale uh, Law School in 1962. He clerked first for the D.C. U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals and then went on to clerk at the U.S. Supreme Court for Arthur Goldberg. You'll know Goldberg as a concurring opinion in the New York Times versus Sullivan case, which is a big case that yours truly is uh, uh, using in the First Amendment cases that are being fought right now today. And Alan Dershowitz was clerking for Goldberg when that was written, and he was involved in the writing of the concurrence in New York Times versus Sullivan. You know, at that young age, he then became a Harvard Law professor. What? You got to be kidding, kidding me. No, he was. He was the youngest Harvard Law professor ever to be granted tenure in history, and I think that record holds till today. He retired from teaching in 2013, so he was there for decades upon decades at the Harvard Law School. Uh, and he has represented and handled some of the most important cases in forming uh, U.S. constitutional law, a number of different issues, including students uh, threatened with expulsion during the Vietnam War, uh, including pornography cases and First Amendment rights and what are the boundaries of First Amendment rights. He continues in that work today. He handles, has handled the defense of many no, uh, well-known criminal cases, including uh, Klaus von Bülow, of course, uh, one of the most famous, that he uh, uh, received a, a good verdict for his client there. Jim Baker, the televangelist, uh, he represented. He was on the O.J. Simpson team. He has represented Julian Assange in the uh, First Amendment issues involved there. He was on the Trump legal team, many of you know, uh, more recently. And he does, believe it or not, at least half of his work pro bono. He does pro bono uh, work often. Uh, and sharing his knowledge, I have learned so much from, and I continue to, and we welcome to the Victory Hour, Alan Dershowitz. Thanks, Alan, for being with us. Well, thank you. It's a great honor to be on with such a great lawyer. I mean, you are really a master uh, litigator, and you've taken on very difficult cases, and uh, and both of us uh, have been uh, attacked and criticized for taking on cases that our principles require us to, to take on, but that's the nature of being lawyers. Uh, John Adams was much criticized for uh, defending those accused of the Boston Massacre. Abraham Lincoln got his share of criticism in his day. Uh, Thurgood Marshall, Ed Bennett Williams, uh, lawyers throughout history have been criticized because the public doesn't like some of their clients. Well, we may not like some of our clients either. We just defend the Constitution. And, and uh, you know, I've defended Nazis. I've defended communists. I've defended pornographers. I've defended Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, you don't have to like your clients. It's like a doctor in an emergency room. My daughter-in-law is an emergency room doctor at a major hospital. Somebody is wheeled in there. You don't ask them what their politics are. You just uh, uh, save their lives. And that's what we try to do, save liberty and save lives. I've had several capital cases. Now, I didn't like necessarily what these people had done and, and who they were, but I saved their lives and they still write to me. And, uh, you know, it's very gratifying when you can save somebody's life or liberty. Let's talk <laughs> about uh, fundamental values for a moment uh, here as we move toward sure. our uh, first break. And, and something in particular that uh, you are so steeped in, and, and I would argue one of the uh, greatest, if not the great, greatest uh, uh, constitutional scholar on the First Amendment anywhere in this country uh, how important is the First Amendment to our fundamental values of justice in the United States? It's inconceivable to think of America without without a First Amendment. The right to be wrong, the right to criticize, um, the right to be unpopular. Um, you can't get to truth unless all sides are, are presented. Uh, I call it the truthing process because... You know, God doesn't speak to very many of us directly, uh, <laughs> and nature doesn't speak to us directly. Uh, truth is a matter of, 
of discernment uh, with all points of view presented, whether it be scientific truth or, or political truth or religious truth or any other kind of truth. You need every side presented. You know, we both know a little bit about the Talmud, uh, which was a great compilation of Jewish debates by the rabbis in the early part of the uh, first millennia AD. And, and it was the first book ever to preserve dissenting opinions at a time when dissenters were being burned and killed, um, including obviously the, the founder of Christianity, um, uh, uh, Jesus uh, being uh, crucified for his opinions. At that time, the Talmud was honoring and preserving dissenting opinions saying maybe someday these dissents will prove to be right. And we know that Justice Brandeis and Holmes over the years, their dissenting opinions became majority opinions. So it's so important to make sure that all points of view are heard so that ultimately we can get to what we believe is the truth. And it's never permanent. The, the, the struggle for knowledge uh, never ends. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, fascinating uh, as we have all seen the idea of climate change, for example, uh, develop over the last uh, few decades. And it has now become stated as a, uh, uh, a consensus that there is no dissenting opinion on it. But of course, there is. And it's just that you know, scientists, and they may line up in the droves to support climate change, but there are many who uh, disagree uh, with the science of climate change. Yet, mm -hmm. uh, are they to be shut down? Are they to be thrown out of court before there is an analysis? If they do have a court case that is grounded mm -hmm. in it, of course, uh, of course, they're not. We're talking to Alan Dershowitz, uh, Harvard faculty longer than uh well we can remember it's uh how many years was it alan 50 60 50, no 50 years no i retired 50. on my 50th anniversary 50th, all right Ten thousand students uh it's just uh, you know it's outstanding uh, he was the youngest tenured law professor at harvard uh, in the esteemed school's history and he joins us today on the Victory Hour, Alan Dershowitz. We're going to be right back after this short break as we talk about uh, Donald Trump. You know, it's, it's something we don't do often on this show is talk about the main things in the news, like the Russian investigation. For years, it was the big thing in the news. I hardly talked about it on this show because it was ridiculous and, and it was silly to talk about. But when it comes to legal issues like uh, the indictments of the President of the United States, I think we can learn something from it. And I wanted to have Alan on uh, to uh, educate us a bit from a, a perspective that you may not be reading much of. And so when we come back, we're going to talk about the numerous indictments of President Donald Trump, see what it means for uh, the Constitution, what it means for our great institutions here in the United States. We'll be right back. Make sure you stay with us. Go to ParkerDK.com. Parker Daniels keyboard, ParkerDK.com. And stay with us. How about this My Pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry. But that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath-related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high-quality sleep, which translates into high-quality living. And there's nothing better for high-quality sleep than my pillow sleep goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line, from the 400 thread count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear, all top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY. 
Foundations Christian Academy believes in nurturing young minds, shaping hearts, and fostering a strong foundation in Christ. We are an affordable private Christian school in Ham Lake, a passionate community dedicated to empowering families and inspiring students to reach their fullest potential. At Foundations Christian Academy, we recognize that parents are the primary educators in their child's life. That's why we have created a unique partnership model, working hand-in-hand with parents to provide a comprehensive Christ-centered education. Together, we strive to create an environment where your child can flourish academically, spiritually, and personally. Imagine a school where every subject is infused with biblical truth, where your child learns the fundamentals of math, science, and language arts, and the timeless wisdom in God's Word. Our educational curriculum is thoroughly biblical, instilling godly character and values into the hearts of our students. Search for Foundations Christian Academy Ham Lake to discover the difference for your family. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. We're back. This is the Victory Hour. Andrew Parker here, and uh, my special guest, constitutional lawyer and law professor, Alan Dershowitz. Uh, Alan, let's talk about, uh, we're going to talk in a little bit about your new book, Get Trump, Uh, but let's talk about the indictments of uh, President of the United States, if there is anything comparable to it, listing them. In New York, Alvin Bragg brings the hush money indictments against the president uh, centered around uh, the president's alleged fixer, Michael Cohn. 34 counts of falsifying business records in Florida. Special counsel Jack Smith brings 37 felony counts related to the document case, the Mar-a-Lago document case that uh, we all watched on video. Then in D.C., the special counsel, Jack Smith, brought four felony charges uh, and a 45-page indictment related to January 6th and uh, the involvement of Donald Trump. The claim is a conspiracy to defraud the U.S., conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Those are the claims against uh, Trump by Jack Smith in that set of indictments. And then, most recently, in Georgia, D.A. Fannie Willis, a Fulton County D.A., Fulton County, they've got about three Republicans who vote in Fulton County. And this Fulton County D.A. said, eh, I'm uh, going to prosecute the President of the United States. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And we're going to bring 13 counts against the President. This is an election interference case down in Fulton County. So, Alan, I mean, is this something that has occurred before in the United States? Uh, do we have any <laughs> examples of it? And and how uh, far afield are these mm-hmm. uh, indictments against the president? Well, it's just the opposite. Many of these facts have occurred, but they've never culminated in, in criminal prosecution, certainly not of the man running uh, for president against the incumbent. In my book, Get Trump, I went through each of the four of the indictments. Uh, Take, for example, the first one, which is the weakest, uh, uh, Alvin Bragg's district attorney of Manhattan case. 
uh, basically a hush money case. Yeah, there's something back in our history. Alexander Hamilton paid hush money to prevent the story of his adulterous uh, liaison with a woman uh, from becoming uh, public. He paid a fortune back in the day. I think it was $1,100, which today would be probably $100,000. And uh, a man named James Callender, uh, who was a kind of gossip columnist back in the day, exposed it. Um, I actually own some of the original uh, material from that case. I collect constitutional history material. And um, then they accused Hamilton of also using treasury funds to pay the money. And he fought back. Uh, what he did is he published a pamphlet in which he acknowledged, uh, over the great distress of his wife and family, he acknowledged the affair, but proved conclusively that the money had come from his own, his own funds. But nobody dreamed of prosecuting anything like that, even though back in the day, adultery was a felony. Uh, but nobody prosecuted it. Uh, and then, of course, I was one of the lawyers in, in Bush versus Gore. I represented the voters of Palm Beach County back in 2000. And let me tell you what we did. We challenged everything. Um, we discovered that they had used the butterfly ballot, which caused a lot of Jewish voters in Palm Beach County who wanted to vote for Joe Lieberman, never been a Jew on the ticket before, and there was a hole next to Joe Lieberman's name, and they punched the hole, but because of the butterfly ballot, those votes went to Pat Buchanan, a virulent anti-Semite who no Jew in his right mind would ever vote for, but over a thousand votes were taken away from Al Gore, and we sought the recounts in selective counties, selective. And that was a, wasn't that a 600-vote difference? 600, 600 votes in Florida. Yeah, I think it was 670 or something, yeah. something like that. And I'm sure that his lawyers, including Lawrence Tribe, who was one of his lawyers, I'm sure they were on the phone lobbying state officials saying, please find us just 650 or 700 votes and we'll win the election. That's very common. And, and of course, there's the now the telephone call where Trump doesn't say manufacture me votes, doesn't say concoct, doesn't say make up. He says, find me, find me enough votes to turn the election. That means they're there. And all he's asking for is to try harder to make sure that every vote is counted. That's what we uh, try to do. Now, there's, there's a difference in terms of how both presidential candidates handled it. Al Gore was a mensch when he lost in the Supreme Court, which he shouldn't have done. But when he lost in the Supreme Court, he got on television and said, I think I shouldn't have lost. I think the Supreme Court decision was wrong. But I'm conceding victory. I'm conceding defeat. And I'm going to be at the um, inauguration. Trump didn't do that. He instead said, no, I won the election. And he honestly believed he had won the election. And unless the government can prove through evidence that he didn't believe he won the election, that he told people, oh, I really lost, but I'm just going to make this up. I think it's going to be very hard for them to win those two convictions, the one in Georgia and the one in the District of Columbia. But of course, both of those counties are heavily, heavily anti-Trump. D.C., 95% of the jury pool in D.C. will be comprised of people who voted against uh, uh, Trump. In Fulton County, probably 75%. In New York, probably 85%. The only place that he has a chance of getting a fair veneer is probably in Florida. And uh, there, the evidence is pretty strong against him. But it's not a smoking gun, it's a smoking cigarette butt because it's a minor crime. He waved a piece of classified material in front of a writer and a publisher saying, see, I could have I could have declassified this when I was president, but it didn't. he was just showing off. He was just being Donald Trump. No harm to the national security. He didn't sell it to anybody. He didn't give it to Putin. And so there may be a conviction there, but it would be a conviction that would be parallel to the conviction that might have occurred against Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden or, or, or Pence. Now, uh, you talk about, Alan, you talk about each of these uh, indictments in the four different cases in your in your book, uh, Get That's Trump. Right. Yeah. Let, let's That's focus Trump. for yeah. a minute. Yeah, right here. Let's focus for a minute on uh, the Fulton County case, the most recent sure. case. And some say the most dangerous. There were 18 others that were invite, uh, indicted. Uh, you know, people have compared it to uh, the Watergate plumbers, these guys that went in and took uh, material, election material, et cetera. Uh, 
Is that indictment uh, problematic for Trump? It's problematic only because of where the location is, uh, both Fulton County and the fact that in Georgia, a governor can't pardon. Uh, it has to go through a very complicated uh, process. And so he's most vulnerable um, to actual jail time in Georgia. There's also mandatory imprisonment for a conviction for a RICO. But I don't think it's a particularly strong case on its merits. And they're going to be, it's going to be a very difficult case to try. The district attorney started out by looking in the camera to the American public and lying through her teeth. She did exactly what she accused Donald Trump of doing. She just lied to the American public. She said, I can bring this case to trial in six months with all of the 19 defendants together. No, she couldn't. She knows that. She's experienced enough to know that never in history has a case as complex in this multi-defendant case ever been brought to trial in six months. Now she's being forced to bring at least one or two of the cases, maybe three or four, to trial within two months. And um, she's not going to be able to successfully put together a, a prosecution uh, in two months. Uh, but the Donald Trump case, she says, will come to trial within six months. I don't, I don't think so. And, um, and I think she's going to have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Donald Trump, in his own mind, knew that he had lost the election. I don't think he knew that. I think he had either talked himself into it or had seen, remember, there's a lot of evidence out there. I don't believe it. I think the election was fair personally. But there's a lot of evidence out there that goes the other way. The film 2000 Mules, um, testimony. I get letters all the time from people saying, I was there in Arizona, for example, when they stopped me from voting, where the machine was broken things of that kind. So um, all he has to prove is that he had a good faith, subjective belief that he was doing the right thing. And I, I think he does believe that. Again, he was wrong, but our Constitution protects the right to be wrong. Was Al Gore wrong? The Supreme Court 5-4 to four said he was. I don't think he was. That's up to historians to determine it's not a proper subject for a criminal prosecution. We're talking to Alan Dershowitz, uh, Harvard Law professor, longtime constitutional lawyer, uh, extraordinaire in this country, and particularly focused on the First Amendment. Alan and I are working <coughs> on a number of uh, First Amendment cases in particular. And in a couple of weeks, I'll be going down to the Ninth Circuit in Arizona to argue a case involving electronic voting machines and whether or not you can challenge the use of such machines in court. Uh, the court down in the district of, uh, in Arizona, the federal court in Arizona, threw the case out claiming pretty much uh, you can't uh, because we had a boatload of evidence, I will tell you, uh, to bring forth at least to get by a motion to dismiss at the beginning of a case. And of course, the main thing we were asking for is just let's let's open up the the That's algorithms. Right. Let's see what let's see what it is. Doing. Let's investigate. Let's not just take the word of companies who are doing it for profit. When a private company has delegated to it by the government a unique governmental function, namely the counting of votes, what could be more important? They have to have the same transparency as uh, the government would have to have. Yeah, and just that, imagine if these companies were taken over by a political activist on one side or the other and had yeah. complete control over the count and tabulation of our vote. We're going to be back after this quick word. You know, we got to pay for this all. We got we to gotta get a word in edgewise with our sponsors. So we're going to do that now. Make sure that uh, you stay with us as we continue to talk with Professor Alan Dershowitz, constitutional lawyer, uh, about the Trump indictments. Uh, we're going to talk when we come back about the 14th Amendment and whether the leading candidate as the Republican nominee for president of the United States could be disqualified by virtue of these indictments or, might, or what might come uh, after. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Go to ParkerDK.com. A lot more to come.
Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. I feel so tense and worried all the time. Is this anxiety? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, everybody, Greg Laurie from A New Beginning. Did you know that more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for conversation, news, weather reports? Many of those AM stations carry the Word of God. Well, listen, there's a new bill in Congress that would ensure AM radio remains in cars because when cell and Internet services are down, this free service could be your only access to vital communication. Visit DependOnAM.com. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear. All best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself, take care of the dogs, too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right, victory for 66% off. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. We're talking with Alan Dershowitz, constitutional scholar, lawyer, professor. And you can pick up Alan's uh, book on Amazon, uh, any place you uh, regularly pick up any of his other 51 books. But Get Trump is the name of the latest book. It's uh, just outstanding going through the various indictments against the president of the United States, Donald Trump, and now the leading contender in the Rep- as a Republican nominee for president. Uh, go to Facebook. You can go to our Facebook. That's right. The Victory Hour. Uh, go to Facebook, follow us, make sure you do that. But there's a link on our Facebook page uh, posted uh, to Alan's book, Get Trump. So you can uh, get the book through that process as well. Uh, also, you know, and I mentioned this at the top of the show, the Durst Show Uh is a uh, an, an excellent podcast. Go and subscribe to The Durr Show and note that Alan takes half of his cases uh, pro bono, interesting First Amendment cases, defamation cases. Uh, Alan Dershowitz, 14th Amendment I'd like to talk to you about uh, right now, Alan. By the way, if you sure. have your yellow pad and your number two pencil, which I have every uh, every weekend, why? Because... Number two pencils don't break down, and I've got my Boston uh, crank right here, right here. You can see it if you're on Facebook. I got my crank pencil sharpener. It doesn't break down. 
computers, they break down. Who knows what, you know, what it's going to provide. You lose all the data. I got my yellow pad right here, my number two pencil, and it's never going to be lost. It's, it's right there, and I've got the info. 651-289-4488. Give us a call. If we have time, we'll get you on the air. 651-289-4488 if you've got a question for Alan Dershowitz. All right. 14th Amendment. People are concerned, you know, Trump supporters are concerned, and you know, there are millions of them. As much as the Democrats hate him, there are millions upon millions of Trump supporters, and they will vote for no one but Donald Trump. And is he going to be disqualified? Is he going to be removed? Is there a chance of that removed from the ballot? Well, they're certainly going to try to do it. But I just want to make one minor correction. You said you can yeah. buy my book, Get Trump, everywhere that books were sold. Unfortunately, independent bookstores have refused to sell my book at Trump. I didn't know it that. Was num- yeah, it was the number one nonfiction bestseller on Amazon. Yeah, but independent bookstores have said we're not we're not going to run a title called Get Trump. So if you want to get my book, you have to get it on Amazon. Just one more point about pencils. Do you know the famous story where the United States, which always spends too much money, when they sent people to outer space, they spent millions of dollars developing a ballpen, a ballpoint pen that could write upside down so that the ink, you know, and and they spent all that time doing it. And when Israel sent its first astronaut to outer space, it solved the problem more easily. It gave them pencils. And they wrote everything in pencil. They didn't have to spend all that money on ballpoint. Brilliant. Pens. Brilliant. But, yeah. yeah. The, um, the uh, you know, it's Professor Lawrence Tribe who'll do anything to get Trump. I mean, he his interpretation of the Constitution is simply what it helps my party, what helps my candidates, what helps my friends. When you read his book on the Constitution, you can see that everything in it is designed to serve partisan purposes. So now he reads the 14th Amendment, which was written as a Civil War Amendment to try to prevent people who fought in the Civil War in the Confederacy from serving in Congress or in state legislatures. It was clearly designed as a Civil War amendment. In fact, it talks about enslaved people. It talks about paying the war debt. That's all in the 14th Amendment. But suddenly, Tribe discovered it and says, no, no, no. If a person commits resurrection or rebellion, even though there's no process for determining how you figure that out, you don't require a conviction, then secretaries of state can individually decide he's disqualified. When Tribe was asked, well, what's the process? He said, it's self-proving. It's self-proving. It's, it's, it, it's obvious. It's not obvious. Um, uh, did what President Trump did on September 6th constitute rebellion? I don't think so. He thinks so. How do you determine who's right? It can't just be that it's self-proving, but that's what they're trying to uh, do. And remember also that the 14th Amendment doesn't speak about candidates. It doesn't speak about running for office. It said, shall not serve. So it could be used as, as, as an alternative to impeachment. It could be used today against President Biden. If some secretary of state or some official says, you know, we think Biden's opening up of the borders in the South. It's ridiculous, but we think that constitutes treason. Or we think paying off the uh, 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 Ukrainian government for firing the prosecutor back when he was vice president, that constitutes some kind of treason or rebellion. It's wrong, of course, dead wrong. But under that interpretation, you would say the framers of the Constitution went to great efforts to make it very difficult to impeach and remove two-thirds of the Senate. But if one person, if Larry Tribe, thinks that a person uh, has committed rebellion or anything like that, that person can go to the Secretary of State and get the Secretary of State to remove him from the ballot. And already there have been petitions in a couple of states to remove Trump from the ballot. Now, it may succeed immediately, because if you have a California Secretary of State or a New York Secretary of State, they may in fact remove him from the ballot. But the Supreme Court would never tolerate that absurd reading of the Constitution. You know, and the difference between a Larry Tribe whose interpretation of the Constitution fluctuates depending on whose partisan view it supports 
and Alan Dershowitz, whose principles in the Constitution do not change, regardless of which party. This is a Biden supporter. He is not a Trump supporter, Alan Dershowitz. He is describing constitutional principles that are embedded in, 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 in cement, and they do not flow and fluctuate like a river. And mm-hmm. it's the it's no, the, it's these principles no, I, that are so key. I appreciate you said that. Somebody sent me the other day a debate on NPR television in 1973. You were probably not even born. 1973 <laughs> about the Nixon impeachment, and I was on it with um, a number a Columbia professor and the head of the ACLU, and my position even though I didn't like Nixon, was in favor of um, his resignation. My position was exactly the same in 1973. I talked about the provisions of the Constitution requiring criminal-type behavior and a process. It didn't change. I am boringly consistent, no matter who the president is. And if they were to try to impeach Biden for um, uh, his opening of the borders, I would defend Biden. Even though I don't like the well, like Bill Clinton, like Bill Clinton, the Bill Clinton impeachment. I defended him. Yeah, defended him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so Trump, Clinton, uh, Nixon, Biden, it, 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 the foundations do not change. We're talking to Alan Dershowitz. We're talking constitutional law, the bedrock of law and order, the bedrock of our judicial system, our justice system. And when we come back after. This short break, we're going to talk about the justice system uh, in the Jewish state of Israel and the tumult that it is facing and that they are dealing with. And many people say, uh, oh, it's the beginning of the end of the country. And look at this uh, disagreement and the protests and and the discord in the streets. It's terrible. I, I disagree. It is democracy at work. You see people on both sides with strong opinions, the strongest opinions you could imagine, but they're talking civilly to one another in peaceful protest. It is the way democracy works at the highest level of decisions, which is what this judicial reform is in, uh, in Israel. So we're going to talk about that with uh, Alan Dershowitz, who knows quite a bit about it, believe me. And uh, you'll learn a bit if you stay with us. So make sure you do. Go to ParkerDK.com. Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm, downtown Minneapolis, ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. Stay with us. A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. The other day I noticed an ad for an apple pie. It showed a slice with the delicious sugary apples oozing out. Here at The Kingdom Builders, we're starting a new series where we'll share with you who we are and why we do what we do. We're a local, trusted, professional exterior contractor specializing in asphalt shingle roofing and seamless gutters. If you add up our collective experience and how long we've been in this industry, it's hundreds of years combined. We're small enough to take care of the little houses in St. Paul and Minneapolis and big enough to handle large churches or commercial buildings. We take a genuine interest in the work we do, the estimates we send out, our customers, and most importantly, the families that live in the homes we work on. 
We wish the inside of our company was as yummy as an apple pie, but we found we're better at roofing than baking. Look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow, one that won't go flat, one that you can wash and dry as many times as you want, and it maintains its shape, one that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that, and that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, the creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen size premium My Pillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings. King Pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com and use the discount code VICTORY. That's right, discount code VICTORY for this special offer. Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and I'm joined today by my friend Alan Dershowitz, constitutional lawyer and professor, Harvard Law. He went to Yale uh, Law, but uh, professor for 50 years at Harvard Law School. And uh, we're turning our attention now to the state of Israel, and Alan uh, is a steadfast, stalwart supporter of Israel and the U.S.-Israel relationship. Uh, he wrote the book, what was it called, The Defense for Israel or uh, the, the Case for Israel? Uh, an outstanding book. Everyone should get it. In fact, when Mark Dayton became governor of Minnesota, uh, I had lunch with, with uh, Governor Dayton, just the two of us, and we talked about how he could learn more about the Arab-Israeli conflict, the state of Israel, and the foundation, not when he became governor, I'm sorry, when he became senator uh, back in '02, And I uh, told him one of the best ways is to read this book by Alan Dershowitz. And uh, it just is an outstanding book. I gave it to him. He then brought down the house as he was the keynote speaker. And he was never a great speaker, but this speech he gave to the APAC group here in Minnesota of three, 400 people was just outstanding after having read Alan's book. But let's talk about uh, judicial reform in Israel. I did a whole sh- uh, show, two shows, on the judicial reform co- controversy in Israel. And Alan Dershowitz is centrally involved. Aharon Barak, Chief Justice, uh, uh, President of the Supreme Court in Israel from 95 to 06, and before that, on the Supreme Court from 78 to 95, Someone who Alan knows uh, very well is in the center of this uh, dispute in some respects by virtue of uh, his views related to the role of uh, the Supreme Court in Israel. And the justice minister, Yariv Levin, uh, who Alan, I believe, also knows and is on the other side and pushing for reform. Alan, what is the state of the issues there in Israel, and can we hope for a resolution? Well, all of my friends in Israel are on different sides of it. I've known Aaron Barak since 1996. I've known Bibi Netanyahu since since uh, 2000 when I was in Israel's most recently. In fact, you and I and your wonderful son had dinner together in Israel when we were both there um, at the very, very end of, um, uh, 2023. So I know everybody and I've known the pre- president of Israel for many years and I've been conferring, uh, confidentially with all sides in an effort to bring them together. This is an issue that should not divide Israel in the way that it has. Reasonable people could disagree. There's no right and wrong here. Uh, it is possible that the court has gone a little too far by imposing, for example, a standard of reasonableness or great reasonableness or unreasonableness. Uh, And and maybe there's room to modify that. On the other hand, the Supreme Court has served uh, in a great capacity 
in protecting the rights of minorities and protecting the right of free speech and protecting the right of due process. And the Supreme Court of Israel should continue to do that. But this is not the kind of thing that should call for extremism on either side. And we're seeing a little too much extremism on both sides. The opponents, and I am mostly on the side of the opponents, have been using tactics that I thoroughly disapprove of. Uh, some um, uh, reservists and volunteers in the military have refused to report for duty. Some uh, people in the high-tech economy have said they're going to leave. Uh, that, those kinds of threats uh, should not be made by people who love uh, Israel. Um, and on the other side, there doesn't seem to be a spirit of compromise there, too. I've made proposals to um, um, both sides for compromise, and both sides said they would consider them. But right now, the extremists on both sides are winning. The extremists on the left are getting a lot of attention through their weekly demonstrations. The extremists on the right are appealing to their base. And when you have extremists winning, the losers are the moderates in the country. I would say 80% of Israelis would like see a compromise here. And so would I. But as you mentioned before, the most important thing to mention is that this is a debate that's going on in Israel democratically. There have been no injuries, no deaths, no real violence. There have been very, very vocal demonstrations. People have divided. People don't like each other. Um, but nobody is doing what happened in France or what happened with Black Lives Matter demonstrations on the West Coast, burning cars, hurting people. Two lawyers in New York threw Molotov cocktails into a police car. Thank God the police car was empty, but they got disbarred and sentenced to prison. We haven't seen that in Israel. We've seen instead a model of what our First Amendment calls the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So I'm hoping to see, I was on television recently and I made the following proposal. I said, let's have a one-year catch-your-breath moratorium on both sides. Let Netanyahu stop trying to introduce further legislation for judicial reform and let the protesters, the organizers, you can't stop individual protesters, but the organizers say, all right, for one year, we won't organize protests. For one year, you won't pass legislation. And in the meantime, maybe we can get the outlines, the structural outlines of a constitution that is 75 years overdue in Israel. There should be a written constitution. And I'm happy and I volunteered my involvement in helping to draft that constitution. So, so I'm hoping maybe this compromise resolution will be accepted by also You know, a modern but, uh, day constitutional convention uh, would be absolutely fascinating. And you know, democracy can sometimes uh, be very ugly and can be very difficult. And the sausage-making uh, sure. cannot be pleasant. Uh, oftentimes, the hurly-burly of uh, democracy can become very distasteful. But in the end, some great ideas can flow if everyone is allowed to bring their ideas to the public square, to the marketplace right. of ideas, which is the foundation of the First Amendment that Alan Dershowitz, our special guest today, has spent his life uh, defending. Alan, a couple of examples, we only have a minute left, of, uh, listen, when, when the Constitution was formed here in this country, it didn't come easy. Oh, no, we had compromises, horrible compromises. And when slavery, when the importation of slaves could stop, um, compromises, so many compromises were required. Uh, we remember the famous you know, story of the meeting in the room between Jefferson and Hamilton. The capital would be in the south uh, on the border of Virginia and Maryland. On the other hand, the government would take up the debts of the states. Uh, these were very, very difficult compromises that ultimately were reached. You know, in Israel, they say that a pessimist says, Oy vey, things are so difficult, they can't get worse. An optimist says, yes, they can. Yes, they can. Alan Dershowitz, Alan, thank you so much uh, for being with us on the Victory Hour. And for all of you out there, read your Constitution. It's a good thing to pick up now and again. We'll be back next week, and I hope you'll join us Go out and get the book, Get Trump. Have a great week.
Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. AM. 